Startup Unscripted. The questions you have with the truths you need to hear. Help doctors get into practice the, the way they want to get into practice. Hashtag truth. That's why we put it out there. What we want to do is we want to bring truth to the startup game. And now your host, Michael Dencio. All right, all right, guys. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Startup Unscripted. As you guys know, my name is Michael Dencio, founder uh, of Next Level Consultants. And um, today we got a great, great topic um, because it's one of those sleeper uh, topics and, and things that you need to have dialed before you open. Um, and, and yet there's so much mystery behind it because there's, well, I think the industry just makes it that way. And so we're talking all things uh, card processing, merchant services. And um, I always get those proposals sent over. And I got to be honest, I'm an ex-banker. I don't know how to hell to read them. So today we have an expert uh, and I'm super excited about having him on the program, the the owner uh, and, and manager of Dental Card Services. Alex, welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing great, Michael. Really appreciate the opportunity to be with you. And look, let's face it, startups are awesome, right? Uh, it, small uh, independent businesses are the backbone of this great country we live in. And I'm thrilled to have a chance to talk with you and your audience. Um, you know, over the last decade, I've seen some just amazing things transpire in dentistry more broadly, but in merchant services. And I just, oh, my only wish is that I had an opportunity to chat with folks early on and, you know, hopefully share a little perspective so they can make the right decisions for them and their business. And this is that platform, Alex. Here you go, man. So yeah. g- give us, th- this is it. We Who knows where we're going to go with this? It is totally unscripted. I do want to cover mostly merchant services, but Alex, if you feel like taking this a different direction, I'll, <laughs> we can, we can let you do that. But buddy, give me a little bit about dental card services. And I, and I, uh, I always say we lose people after about five minutes. So don't, don't put us all to sleep on a big sales pitch, but I, I do want you to explain your company and how your mission, your vision, why you got into it. Just give us the the elevator pitch, so to speak, on you guys and how how you help doctors do what they do. No, absolutely. Look, it was an accident like everything in life that seems to go well, <laughs> right? It was never what you intended or planned to do. Um, I was actually, oh gosh, early 2000, maybe five, six, seven, eight, probably about eight was looking to buy a business in the, um, a service business that served the underbanked, right? Um, those are people who don't have a bank account or can't get one in the United States. And the financial systems out there were designed to really just hammer these poor folks who, not poor, economically poor, but these folks who weren't banked and when they go to cash their paycheck, they get hammered with fees. Well, mm-hmm. we were trying to buy a business that provided a service to help those uh, individuals and those employers. And that deal fell through. But in the process, I got exposed to this credit card processing industry and it was learned all these amazing terms. And at the end of that project, I was like, wait a minute, this entire industry seems to be designed to confuse the living heck out of everybody. Um, It's unregulated and it makes no sense to me as a business owner. So I decided, oh, I'm going to do something really smart. I'm going to go contact 10 of our dental friends and we're going to say, hey, look, you guys are awesome. You have great businesses. You have great financial wealth. Your transactions are really riskless. You have great relationships with your customers. 
This isn't like the diet pills that are being sold online, all this other junk. I bet <laughs> right. you're getting, I bet you're getting, get, getting taken care of like a super high level by all your friends and trusted advisors. We did a survey of 10 practices and it was absolutely mind blowing. They were getting oh hammered. They were paying more in fees than businesses with higher risk, lower credit. None of it made sense. You couldn't like, you could not like, you could not have thought this would be possible. Okay. And, and it drove us nuts. And we're like, oh my God, this shouldn't happen. And then we were like, well, why is this happening? So we said, you know what? Forget this other idea we're going to do. Let, let's start a business that serves dentists. Yeah. But we're going to do it completely different. We're never going to outspend the big banks and their 200 salespeople and their $100 million marketing budgets. We're going to give everyone access to the same type of plan, which was a truly transparent plan. We get in this later. We're going to give them the lowest cost in the country. So we researched everybody out there who had a national program, a regional program that was standardized, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're going to be less than that. And then third, we were going to do away with the um, – we were going to do away with the certain complexities in the industry that eliminated doctor choices and flexibility, term, long-term contracts, leased equipment, all that nonsense. So yeah. at the end of the day, if we didn't provide you value, you yeah. could leave. There was no downside, right? And so you go to a startup mentality, you're like, what's the greatest flexibility for a startup? It's their ability to make a different decision when the other decision is no longer providing them what they need. That's right. Yeah, I right? hate so, long, I hate long contracts, and there's a lot of that. So we're going to probably get into that. But yeah, so basically, you saw a need, you cut out all the bullshit, and you started this company saying, "Hey, let's offer this to dentists. Why dentistry? I, why not just go after the whole world with that same model?" Well, you could. Um, the problem is, uh, <laughs> how do I put it this way? If I called you up called your office right yeah dr denzio uh-huh. first of all i'm gonna get i'm gonna get screened out by your front desk 99.99 percent of the time you're right. not gonna believe me because if you've been in business more than a few years you've probably already been taken advantage of no less than 10 times <laughs> yeah you've um, got, you got a little you got a little thickness yeah. on your skin now yeah yeah so and most people what they do is they have these large sales forces well sales forces aren't free so you have to charge a lot to pay for your sales force Right. right. So they have these sales forces go out there making tons of calls and in merchant services, which is also credit card processing. It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. An average merchant services firm has to make a hundred phone calls to get one client. Dental oh, card wow. services never makes a cold call. <laughs> Cause 100%. Like re- Cause we refer you. Well, yeah, no, but literally since inception, well, not since like the first year. Yes. I called on some people. Okay. But literally for our life, yeah. 99% of everybody calls us because right? of customer r- referrals. Yeah. Be- yeah. Because someone had an experience. They're not paid to do this. They had an experience and they shared with their peers, either on a forum or through another trusted advisor. Right. So yeah. we convert where they might have to do a hundred phone calls to, to get one and a half customers. We mm-hmm. get on average right now, this year, I looked the other day, it's like 60 customers per hundred phone calls. And you go, wow. well, how is that possible? Well, it's possible yeah. back to what I just said. We've been doing it for over a decade. Everyone qualifies for the same transparent pricing. Our pricing yeah. is in our brochure. None of this BS. Yeah. Hey, show me how bad you're getting taken care of. I'm going to charge you a little bit less. I and know. I'm going to pocket the rest. Uh, let's, and you're going to switch. Alex, hold on on that because I, I want to get into that. Like, yeah, Let's do it. I, I so want to get into that. But so, so – I love the vision. I love, I love just the unscripted, uh, style you got going on. Let's, 
folks, audience here on my side right now, let's get as much as we can out of Alex as possible because he's just going to give us all the goods right now. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I'm saying that as a joke, but but seriously, like there's no tra transparency is the key, and and um, and and it's why I do refer you guys. So um, let's just before we get into any of that kind of stuff, I, I do want to go there. Let's just hit what is merchant services just in general you call it credit card processing merchant services is there a deeper deeper uh way of saying hey just processing money through credit cards or um no, there's that, a much deeper it. way and we can get into flow charts of who holds risk where's the <laughs> risk allocated but there's a there's a couple of fundamental principles right when you sign a merchant account you're basically as a business owner you're signing up for the privilege of having people come into your business and pay via credit card. Mm -hmm. And it is a privilege because when they pay by that credit card, that money, as long as you're set up correctly, most likely will be in your bank account. Cash will be in your bank account the yeah. following day. Yeah. Now people go, well, who cared? Well, that's not that big a deal. Well, it's kind of a big deal. Cause let me give you an example. I let's say I ran a travel company and okay. I sold 4,000 reservations on a cruise. Okay. 4,000 person cruise. And I took all your money today. Are you a big cruise guy, by the way? You do no, I've never been on one, right? <laughs> I'm just using it as an example because people uh, like cruises. All right, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Distracted. All right. So, all right. Hey, so you're, a travel, you're a travel agent. You're collecting money for all these I'm the business owner. And I, okay. I just sold 4,000 reservations on my thing. Okay. I just pocketed $1,000 per the 400, deposited it in the business, business owner's account. That business goes bankrupt the next day. Nobody yeah. went on their cruise. Every yeah. single one of us is a consumer, and it's our favorite thing as a consumer, right? Man, we, I just got screwed. Yeah, right. I called my bank. I need to do a chargeback. Yeah. The bank goes, what happened? I paid for a service I didn't get. Yeah. They go, we got you. They click a button. They click two buttons. Your money is back in your account tomorrow. However, the business yeah. is gone. Right. So someone now has to pay for that business. Because the business took money and went out, right? So in dentistry, none of that happens, but that's what drives a lot of the nuance. So long story short, merchant mm. services is the ability for you to take payment via credit card from your consumer. Yes. And it's the process that governs how you do it, when you get the money, and what type of fees you pay, which we can get into later because it depends on what kind of plan you're on. That's really that's cool. That's all it does. That's really cool the way you described that because- you're right. Unless you step back as an uh, an employer or or a consumer, I don't think I don't think people do realize that that that's a service. I mean, it's 2023. Like we're all so accustomed to just like you know using your watch to pay for coffee and yeah. like it's just such the way it is. And, but it is a service, and it does cost money for that service. And there are guarantees. Everybody talks about we use your credit card so that there's no risk that someone's going to screw you, um, yeah. and and that's built into the system is what you're saying. That's pretty cool. Oh, it is, and that, and there's different risks, right? And that's why my passion. We talked about dentistry. Dentist shouldn't. It's very riskless, less. not risk free, but it has mm -hmm. less risk, right? Usually, yeah. you're paying for the procedure mm -hmm. not nine months in advance, mm -mm. right? Um, it's after it was performed and there are shenanigans that take place, but of course, it's usually yeah. not on the owner side. It's on a patient claiming I didn't get the dentistry I wanted. And it's like, yeah. you, me? you were in the yeah. chair. 
They had you in the chair. <laughs> right. Right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Exa- so, exactly. Oh, well, well, yeah. I, I, I've never really had anybody break that down so so eloquently. And, and that that actually leads us really nicely into the next piece of this because there is risk. Um there is risk in how people process like process I mean using the watch, hand keying the numbers and yeah. using the credit card. I think when I tell people Hey guys, there's a lot to look at here when you're looking at merchant services. And I feel, no, no, I don't feel like I am telling you there are some predatory, there's some predatory shit out there where merchant service companies, they just, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and they make it very complex to understand. And, but the, the truth is, is there's lots of different ways to charge you as the business owner for the different types of processing. And Alex, I want to kind of defunct that or or de- yeah. whatever, decode that because it's just, we could talk about cloud, we could talk about all kinds of things because cloud so- software is really taking off. But let, let's just go with the real basic stuff here of yeah. the different types of ways. Because I, yeah. I, I think- No, let's, let's go through that. And, and I, let me just hit one very overarching comment because it, it'll flow through as okay. we dig deeper. Love it. Merchant processing is one of the few industries where you never get a bill. <laughs> right. That's true. It's not a bill. Yeah. It's, it's a, a statement state. and they've yeah. already taken your money out. Right. So what happens? Wouldn't that be most, nice in dentistry, by the way? Oh, uh, it'd be lovely. <laughs> you do a crown so, and there's no yeah. and, 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 I, and I get I get excited, right? So I just want to make sure if you understand the the place I'm coming from. Nothing I'm saying is meant to be critical about any operational. However, what often yeah. happens is when uh, an office engages in something new. Right. The first time that statement or bill hits the team's desk, the team goes, I don't recognize this on the bank statement. Or I don't recognize this on the credit card statement. And they go to the owner or the chief principal party and they say, what is this XYZ company $74? Uh And the business owner says, oh, that's XYZ. Office goes, great. They put a big giant check mark next to that. The next month, that number may be different on what you were billed, but it's the same company. And they go, great, check. I know where to put that. Why is it $82? Yeah. Oh, that's the merchant service. Yeah, that's the merchant services, right? It's because it's not like the statement says, hey, this is what your XYZ has done over time and you're now paying 30% more per transaction. But don't worry about that. That doesn't go on your statement, right? So so that's my my first point. Now, let's just put that to the side. Okay. Merchant services, fundamentally, there's two elements. There's an element of what do things cost? Mm Mm-hmm which can and cannot have anything to do with what you're being billed as a business owner. They don't correlate, in dentistry, they don't correlate 97% of the time, right? right? Um, Now, when I say the true cost, right? So here's what typically happens. And there's been, if you and I had had this chat 10 years ago, we would have had slightly different numbers and it may have been a different mix. So we probably would have been talking about the wonderful world of pandemic, right? Now it's evolved. Today, there's typically fundamentally four types of plants, okay? Four types, all right. But there's variations of them, and there's some really nasty stuff going on that I'll highlight, okay? But let me just, for the listeners, let's just put it in four. 
there is surcharge, okay? Surcharge is playing. Have you ever been in one of the big box stores and like, we have merchant processing for 1.39% and 10 cents. <laughs> right. I'm going to tell you this. If your total cost was 1.39% and 10 cents, you'd be the happiest business owner I know in the country. Right. It's horse. It's not true. Yeah. What they're saying is we're going to charge every single one of your transactions 1.39% and 10 cents. Oh, by the way, in the footnotes, it says qualified transactions. Uh-huh. And that begs the question, well, if it's not qualified, what is, what is the rate? What is it when and, it's not qualified? Exactly. And then they'll have some very fancy language that right. says surcharges or mid-qual or this or that. And when you call up complaining that you thought you were going to be at 1.39% and 10 cents and your office is like, we're at 2.8%. The very astute customer service rep is going to say, Dr. Tinzio, you have to understand those Visa and MasterCard uh, transactions you're taking with those big rewards cards, those cost a lot more. So that's the difference for Visa and MasterCard. Uh -huh. Do you really believe that 100% of that difference is what they're paying to Visa and MasterCard for that transaction? I don't think Absolutely. our client, I don't think... I don't know. I don't. I definitely don't think my clients are even digging in on this level, Alex. It's, no. It, but this over is, fifty percent of dentistry has this type of plan today. They're on surcharge pricing. Surcharge I can tell you this. pricing. Okay. Yeah. That's so when one I call of the four. It, one of the it's four. one of the four surcharge, and I can go, Mike. What are you paying? I'm paying one point four percent and ten cents. Yeah, that's what they say no, to me all the time. But no, it's you're not, Mike. Yeah. No, you're not. It's I'm true. To take a bet. No, it's you're not. true. Right? And 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 actually that that kind of plays into some of the cloud the cloud BS, Alex, yeah. because if you go with I'm not going to name any names cuz I don't want to start any any fights with anybody, but like go with one of the cloud services, they do they sell that type, the number one they, type that I'm talking they about. They have different types. Right. Okay. They have different types. And it's not really to me, it's not really where it's cloud or not cloud. Um, but let's go through the other three types and we'll come okay. back to that if that's okay. So one is surcharge, right? You just sure. hit second is what I call tiered plans. A tiered plan, yeah. you would see qualified rate, mid-qualified rate, non-qualified rate. Now, okay. why do they do that? Well, because they get to decide how the transactions go and what buckets they go into. Well, who now, decides? Who decides the processor that? who sits up your plan. Oh, okay. it's their choice. There's no qualified, mid-qualified, non-qualified allocation. It's what they choose. Now, how is it typically done? Well, if you understand how the true costs are, and we'll go to that second, what kind of card is used? Yes. Is it a credit card? Is it a debit card? Is okay. it used in person? Okay. Or is yeah. it over the phone or card not present? Basically, card not present. Or tap or tap on the. Yeah. yeah. So in person. Card not present. Basically, what it means is the card physically rendered for that transaction, or is it manually entered? Got it. Right. Got it. Now, if it's manually entered, that card may be prompted for what's your street number, what's your CVV, what's your zip code, all right. those other ways of verifying. The yeah, the security that it's yeah. you, right? Which okay. in theory is reducing risk. Then there's rewards, right? Look, we all love our free points, don't we? Oh, I do. I love them. Well, yeah, you know who pays for them? 
You do. The huh? business owner who took the credit card. Oh, the business owner does. That's Got where it. this funds. That's where interchange these how these cards get rated because they fund benefits. I'm right? part of the problem. Of the reasons, I, I didn't realize it. I'm. We all are. We all are, and we love it. Right? We love it as a consumer, and we hate it yes. as a business owner. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. Yeah. Right. The only way we might like it as a business owner, other than the protection when we do something and somebody maybe isn't unkind to us and we need help, is um, it's great because you just pay everyone by credit card and then you don't have to issue all the all the tax forms at the end of the year. Um, so so that's tiered plans, okay? And there's some other nuances in there, but let's keep it a high level. The third okay. is what I call, um, I like to always call it the Vegas plan because I like Vegas, but let's just call it flat rate, Okay. You do you do kind of strike me as a, a guy that knows his way around Vegas. I like the crap stables. Folks, if you aren't getting into YouTube, you should be because this guy has probably the most impressive, elaborate background that I'm so jealous of right now. And are you just I also a whiskey? Like bourbon. Are, no, is that I a got, bourbon? Yeah. It's it's probably eighty five percent bourbon. Uh there's some good scotch as well and some Irish whiskey and I gotta maybe go to Al- I gotta go to Alex's house. I yeah, no, house. I, okay. I enjoy collecting. Um, okay, so, so sorry. So I digress. No, so the Vegas. Digress. The Vegas. So I call it the flat rate plan. You can call it the Vegas plan. And here's how it works. Okay. Mike, this is too complicated. All you really want to know is how much credit card processing is going to cost you every each month. I'm going to make it really simple for you. Yeah. It's just going to be 2.8% and 10 cents. Just straight up. Just done and done. And you go, hey, great. Thanks, Alex. And your statement at the end of the month, and whether it's 2.8, usually it's not that low on a flat rate, but all they're going to show you is, Mike, you process this much money, 2.8% times this, this number of transactions times that, here's your Just total math. bill. Just math. And you go, hey, great. The problem is, let me ask you a question. Do you think the people who offer those plans up know more about your business than you? Yeah, they're put, yeah, yeah. Do you think on they're the, On the ones that are really low risk, they're making a killing and they- and the ones that are high risk, uh, they're somehow they're they're, they're yeah, you're probably no, so, paying for high risk on every every time. Yeah, yeah. So so it's it, so I call it a basket, right? So they know, for example, hey, an average dental practice maybe they have bed tables, does 50 percent debit cards. On average, it's eighty percent card not present, twenty percent card present. There might be some rewards in. So, hey, the real cost should be somewhere around 1.6%, but I might have some transactions I have to pay over 3%. We want to make a killing off this anyway, so we're going to we're going to put in extra protection yeah or profit. Yes. And they make good money doing it, right? Got it. So, okay, so, so I call one, this betting against the house. You're betting against size, the house. You, one yeah. size fits all without under really standing your company, but it's easy it's easy to figure out what the fee should be. But you're probably being taken advantage of. Got it. Okay. I would just generally say you have no way of knowing how much you're really, how much you're paying in profit on top of the true cost. Yeah. Not only that, you don't have a statement that breaks down the details. You have no way of figuring out, hey, I can tell you right now, if you're a hundred percent debit card, yeah, yeah, that processor's and card present, that processor is making over a percent or more off of you. Maybe See guys, one guys, that that's what yes. I want. That's what I I want to talk about this this last one for. But that's what I wanted this episode to be about is to understand that when you are negotiating with the Sarek rep or the the Pano rep or the bank or the 
even the seller, if you're buying a practice, it doesn't matter. Contractors, you're negotiating all this stuff and you're trying to figure out what's a fair deal and profit centers and all of that stuff. Merchant services is no different. It's just so damn confusing. I'm already a little confused, to be honest with you, but it's so damn confusing. How are you even to know what their actual profit is? And so that that's what we're doing right now. Is no, you got it, right? And I'm going to boil it down to just like one thing you actually have to know at the end of all this nonsense. Okay, so right? all right, so, so right, four. So there's three. The fourth one is what is truly called interchange cost plus. And what that means is you're going to be charged the actual real costs for the Visa, MasterCard, and Discover interchange tables for that card, for that transaction, how it was processed based on the dollar amount, period. That flows 100% through to you at, with no shenanigans, no hidden markups. And by the way, I say no because they're doing it now under a new hybrid one. And it flows through. The markup, What's that one called? What's that fourth option well, called? The fourth one is called Interchange Cost Plus. And I'm, I'm gonna, I might tra tra uh, uh, trademark the phrase called True Interchange Cost Plus because there's some shenanigans, right? So for the last 10 years, I've been preaching from the – I can't say this uh, – I've been very vocal on you need to go on interchange cost plus because if you do, you'll at least know what your yeah. true costs are. Then you can see how much markup your provider, but you'll get a statement that's transparent. You'll be able to tell it, right? So there's a couple things. The other side of it is the plus is the markup. So that let's just pretend they had a markup of 10 cents and 30 basis points, okay? 30 basis points is 0.3% in written okay. form. That's the equivalent of $30 on 10,000. Okay. 10 cents obviously have. is per transaction, right? So at the end of the day, and the reason I say this is we've been doing interchange cost plus since inception, right? And I've had people over the years call up and go, hey, I, I got to talk to you. So-and-so said I could save $600 a month or $400 a month. I'm like, you should sign up with them. And they're like, well, what can you do? And I say, well, uh, they're going to lose $375 a month. He goes, how's that possible? I said, they're offering you a number that's lower than the true cost of that transaction. Not even forget profit. It's yeah. negative. And they're like, oh, so you're telling me they're full. Of... And I said, I'm not telling you anything. I'm just saying, if they're willing to put that in writing and lock it down, man, hit the bid. Yeah, but if you do, just remember, they can probably change your price in six months. So those are the four types. But I want to just step way above this, right? At the end of the day, the only number that matters is what's the total amount of money they're taking out of your bank account that month mm -hmm. divided by the total dollar volume that you processed in that month. Collect. That is your effective rate. That is yeah. the one, no, whether you use dental card or not, I, could, I mean, no offense, I'd love to have everyone, right? But like, um, life's not that easy. Just know that number for the rest of your life because this, the travesties I've seen is when folks didn't know that number and when I mean know it, I mean you go calculate it. Once a month, it takes two minutes or less, right? My total bill divided by my total volume equals what percent? If that ever gets out a wonky level, you know you have something you need to look at. Uh -huh. It may go not, it may go wonky for a very good reason. It may go wonky for several bad reasons. And there's bad reasons out there, right? Um, as new business owners, um, you guys are going to be approached with a lot of great stuff. Um, you know, people who lend you money are going to tell you how important it is for you to sign up for their provider that's affiliated with that bank. Mm -hmm. You do not have to do so. Um, they will tell you 
often you're going to get a better deal. That's yeah. great. Stay on top of it because here's what we typically see. If you do something like that, you're going to be told, hey, I got this really fancy, nice terminal that is probably like killing a gnat with a bazooka instead of a fly swatter. That terminal is probably 800 to 900 bucks, but they're going to give it to you for a really cheap price, maybe a rental, memory lease, maybe they'll subsidize it. Guys, this is the machine that you use to push yeah. the credit cards in and there's some really fancy devices and stuff. Yeah. So I, I've been seeing a lot of that. Yes. So, Mike, have you, have you ever met a consumer anywhere who said, man, I go to that business because they got the nicest machine I've ever paid my bill on? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. It you is nice. But, yeah, it, it is nice that uh, it, that they, they can accept a, a tap to pay. But other than oh, that, of course. other no, than that. No, you want the flexibility. But where I'm going is what traditionally happens is the banks have partnered with one merchant services provider. It's kind of like your cloud question, but we'll go to that later. The, the bank rep who is really taking good care of you, your relationship person, they're not a merchant services person. They get a nice pat on the back and a thank you internally for referring someone to their provider. Mm -hmm. Once you're in their ecosystem, you're not typically in your relationship provider's camp. So what do we typically see in startups who go this route? At some point, six months, year, year and a half, two years, all of a sudden what they thought they were going to be paying has changed. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot more. So that gets me to my two points. One, first is know what you're paying as a percent in total. I will tell you as a startup, it's not going to be that meaningful because mm -hmm. your yeah. volume's not that large. Right. It will become meaningful longer, right? So there can be some wonky analysis initially. Mm -hmm. Second is if you don't have the ability to fire them without paying a fee to leave and you're not stuck with an 800-pound paperweight that you cannot reprogram or use at any other processor because it is proprietary, to only that bank in your account, yeah. then you have maximum freedom. And freedom is your greatest asset as a business owner. Yeah. And that, goes, that goes for, and that goes for any really contract that you're looking at as a startup, because the, the truth is, is half of the stuff, you're not sure if either, if, if any of these are the best decisions, but you're trying, you're going through the process. If you don't have a consultant like myself or, or others that are kind of weighing and that's why some of these Facebook forums and stuff are nice but like just just locking in with anybody for a year or even more, that's not a good idea. Just in general, because you're 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 making the best decisions you can. But one of the very first things right out of your mouth should be, "Hey, what's the commitment level? How long am I stuck here?" Because if you make a mistake, you just need to be able to get out. Or of if it. they lie to you, right? Like a lot. Of, <laughs> like, I mean, let's be clear, right? I mean, you just busted your butt in school, right, for a long time to become a clinician. You're now having an opportunity to do, to own a business. You've got yeah. like, look, I'm a cost guy by heart, right? I don't want anyone to pay more for things that they shouldn't have to pay. I'm all about the independent business owner, right? Mm -hmm. Keep your money, invest your money where you want to do it, whether in your practice, whether personally, whether paying down student debt, like I'm, I'm all for that. But true value creation in dentistry, true long-term wealth is created by increasing your production hour, what you earn per hour, clinically and in hygiene, right? And yep. And spending a ton of time having to measure the microns of some of these areas is not a good use of your time. That's why I'm like, keep it simple, right? Do I have the ability to leave if I'm unhappy? And what am I paying on average? As yeah. long as you have those two relationships and you know what's going on, you can choose to engage or not engage when it suits you. Now, there are some things to watch out for that five years ago probably wasn't that big a deal for some of you new folks. 
is this concept and I'm just going to hit this one, Mike, because it's a massive pet peeve of mine. Okay. It's called virtual credit cards. So Mike, oh, yes. how, oh, many yeah. your, how many of your clients love the discount they, they take on their fee schedules uh, for the benefit of accepting that insurance provider in their office? Do they raise you up and go, Mike, I'm thrilled with ABC insurance because I'm only taking a 28% deduction on my uh, my regular yeah, fee spe schedule. Specifically with Delta Dental, they love they love them. Yeah, they I'm not going to use names. All I'm going to say is you are already <laughs> giving a massive discount. Right. For your, for your, in some cases, massive. Some people have different philosophies. Right, 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 right. You're already Just paying them whatever. a fee. Taking a, drop, taking a drop from your standard. You're taking a fee for their marketing, their great support, yep. all this stuff. Yep. That's fine. Yeah, but yep. what you don't understand is years ago, some really smart people went to and said, "Hey, I got an idea. You know what? These insurance companies—they write a lot of checks, don't they? I'm going to convince them to issue instead of a check, a piece of paper yeah. with a virtual credit card number on it." We talked about this today at our other podcast. Literally went live earlier today. Oh no, this is horrible! They're sending debit cards to process in office. No, no. So here's what you don't know. Right. So, so there's a bank behind that who issues that version. There's always a bank behind a, an app, something like this, right? It's always saying so the, it's, there's, there's always, you're, well, so what you're saying is anytime a banker is involved, be careful. I know. I mean, I'm just making a point. Anytime you, anytime you have a, a card, whether it be physical yes. or virtual, yes. someone, and you probably need to gray out my card numbers. I just flashed, but somebody yeah. needs to issue that it's an issuing bank. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that gets rated. They put it in with Visa or MasterCard. Well, the true interchange costs on, let's say, a one of those cards for for um, for one of those virtual credit cards might be two point eight nine percent and ten cents. So you say, well, why does that matter to a practice? Well, Mike, we just had a discussion that the true cost of what it is and what I pay as a practice aren't necessarily the same thing. So if I was on a true um, interchange cost plus plan, which less than 10% of the dentists in this country are on. Yeah. yeah. That transaction would cost me 2.89 or 10 cents plus the, yeah. the markup. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, the assessment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However, if I was on a surcharge plan, if I was on a tiered plan, uh oh. Well, yeah. on surcharge, what's the surcharge? On tiered, right. is that mid call or non call? It's card not yeah. present. I have seen people paying north of four, five, six percent here. I literally had a doctor the other day say, I don't understand. We're on one of these low cost interchange plans and my rates are now through the roof. And I, and I looked, I said, doctor, your markup hasn't changed. I'll tell you what's changed. Mm -hmm. You see this interchange thing? This is why transparency matters. Doctor, I'm willing to bet you lunch that your team has decided to start accepting insurance payments via virtual credit card because it's yeah. efficient. Because there's yeah. forms out there telling you this is how good it is for you. No, right. it is an absolute gold mine for everyone involved in that space. Interesting. And Interesting. often now the carrier re replaced a cost center with some kind of profit center. Yeah, right. So right, now, right. Now, I'm, now I'm taking a 20% hit on my fee schedule. Oh, yeah. and by the way, on the 72% I hit, now I'm also taking another 4 to 5% yeah. off that. Thank so, you so very much. So guys, big, big, big picture – uh, essentially is something as simple as getting your reimbursements from the insurance company through a debit card because they, they they're now sending debit cards to, to make payments and then and then running that 
through the the processor is just another discount is ultimately to, to really water that down that that it's it's absolutely right you have to think about the flow of money in your practice and each layer and how many kind of little layers there are um merchant services is is no different so yeah. alex to kind of get to the the finale of of our episode today yeah. what leave us with the last couple maybe red flags or um last minute kind of value adds here that that are going to help our our listeners make better decisions with processing yeah i would say first of all know your number what's your effective rate uh-huh. second make sure that you have the flexibility to leave in writing without any penalties because that's yep. your greatest mm-hmm. freedom those two Beautiful. things you'll eventually find a good home and when yeah. you find a good home stay there's a lot of good people out there Everyone in this industry has the ability to treat you right today. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is this. The industry lives this way. Doctor, send me your current statement so I can see how much I can save you. That is BS. That is code for doctor. Let me see how bad you're getting taken care of and I'll keep the rest. Get the pricing up front and you can learn everything you want about that person. Yeah. Right? You can learn, did they, put me, did they recommend the right plan type up front? Did they take away all the BS up front? Did they give me their best effort up front? That means gold, right? So those are my three generic things, right? Guys, doesn't that that make sense? Let's rewind that. Like, I mean, don't provide people information. Don't negotiate against yourself. If they don't have the information that they they, they think they need to offer you something, then make them make an offer and we'll, we'll, we'll shop them to the rest. But absolutely giving that just providing that information it's basically going into a poker game and just having your cards just laid on the table for everybody to see 100 percent. yeah yeah so the last two elements i would say is one everyone likes oh i'm gonna get so-and-so to price match i can't tell you the number of times we had an office that came to us we did an analysis we showed them how much they save the team decided oh we're gonna keep it simple we're just gonna let the current provider who by the way was overcharging us twelve thousand dollars a year for the last seven years (laughs) Right. Keep our business that they so well earned by having them match. The number of times, two or three years later, that office then contacts us. Hey, things are feeling a little bit different again. Will you look? And it's back to where it was or it's worse. Okay. So don't fall victim to that. And my final thing is you create value on the clinical side, doing dentistry. And savings are important. And I always like to think of it's your business. It's your decision. And I always love to put a number into a production equivalent. It's your business, right? When someone says, oh, it's not worth $2,000 a year for me to make a change. That's fine if you're saying it because you know how much dentistry you need to do to generate that $2,000 of profit. If you're in a 10% EBITDA business, that's $20,000 in production. How many MODs is that? How many hygiene visits, right? For profit, right? So I tend to like to think, like I love efficiency. I've written about lean in my life. I, I had a background in aerospace defense. I love integration. I love reducing waste, but fundamentally every decision you make has a cost to it. And Mm -hmm. is the value I'm getting worth that investment? Amen. Yeah. Everything needs to be attached to some kind of, uh, ROI. And, and if, if you can, if you can, if you choose to, to invest and make those decisions, you have to get your ROI out of it. Otherwise it was just a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and well, here's well the good news. we're all going to make bad decisions. Yeah. The ability to spot them early 
and get out of them as quickly as That's, possible is huge. Isn't that huge, Alex? You own your company. I own my company. We've made bad decisions. Oh, yeah. It's it's identifying where those decisions are, quickly pivoting, but but just knowing. Knowing is half the battle. Closing your eyes and going through this world in in de dentistry and business is and being just frankly just it, it's not it, it's with with the insurance reimbursements and and uh, dentists coming into markets it's more saturated than ever in certain areas with inflation cost of bread's high right now in this very moment all kinds of pressure you know is it's hard enough quote unquote but but just to kind of make cavalier decisions and not understand how to get your ROI out of it, I mean, and not not really owning your business is you, you honestly cannot afford to do that anymore in this day. And, and I think splitting what you spend time on, right? Merchant services is not a 10 hour exercise. <laughs> no. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a five minute, five yeah. minute exercise. Contact yeah. someone reputable. First of all, calculate your effective rate. Yep. Then contact some people who are reputable. Yeah. If you want to be, us to be one of those people, great. If not, that's okay. You're still yeah. going to get value out of it. You'll find the reputable firms, ask them to make proposals. Then after you have the proposals, see who you like, and then have them do the analysis for you based on that proposal and what you, you, your detail shows, because you yeah. already have their pricing and plan Yeah. and see it. And then you'll say, yeah. oh, do I have an opportunity to save? Yes or no. That's right. that's Is right. that number worth my time? Yes or no. That's a five minute exercise. Here's the problem. Like, we hate Michael. We had an office the other day. The savings were six figures, single location, one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. And they didn't. Okay. And they didn't. They didn't move forward. No, no, no. They, they well, they had just recently sold, so the buyer mm -hmm. saw it. The buyer, nice. Well, yeah, but what do you think that cost the owner doctor? Oh, ten years of one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in no, cash flow, a million bucks, yeah, the six times EBITDA multiple. My point is this: like, don't like. In, in You don't have to be overly precise. Taking action now has massive consequences, right? Yeah. So figure out where you can spend five to 10 minutes a day or a week tackling some of these because waiting five years could, I mean, it literally could be the difference in millions of dollars, but you don't know. Yeah. So love it. That's love my, it. that's my passion. So I really Alex, appreciate it. I, I can thank see you. your passion. Uh, thank you. This, this was, I learned some stuff every time I I talk to someone that knows more about merchant services than I do, which is a lot. I learned something. And in this case, I, I learned a, a ton guys. I hope you, I hope you take advantage of, of this, this, this knowledge center and, and Alex check out dental card services. They're on, they're on every single next level uh, coach's mouth because we know that you, the prices will be right and that the contracts will be short. And that's an easy referral for us, but um, there's a lot of others out there too. And, and hopefully some of these things um, resonate with you. So Alex, thank you so much for your time, brother. I, it, it took a minute to get you uh, on this and, and time is an investment and you just invested in us and the audience. So thank, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate your time. I'm thrilled to do it. And thanks for what you're doing for the docs out there. It's important. Thanks, brother. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks again.